The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Navigating the journey called life doesn't get any easier as we move through it, but we can learn from what we have within us to make it more enjoyable in the long run. Welcome to Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Your host is Alexandra Janelli. In our program, we set out to provide you with the undiscovered wisdom within you to handle even life's bumpy spots. Now, here is the host, founder and practitioner of Theta Spring, Alexandra Janelli. Good morning, everyone. This is Alexandra Janelli, your host at the Mental Sherpa Show on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. I am joined today with my host, Aubrey Levitt, who is the owner and founder of Body and Eden and is an amazing entrepreneur and strategy consultant. Good morning, Aubrey. How are you? Hi. Good morning, Alexandra. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here. I was hoping you might even be able to tell our listeners a bit about what you do. Great. Uh, I have been working on a health and wellness startup. It's a tonic and elixir company where originally we were making herbal infusions and uh, superfoods and actually just launching a new product in the spring that'll be herbal probiotics. But also one of the things I do on the side is I have an advertising background. And as I was starting up my business, I would meet other entrepreneurs on the side. And um, I just loved working with them on their strategy and helping them tell their story. And really what was great about health and wellness was there were entrepreneurs who were also really on their own personal journey, wanting to line up with you know what they wanted to learn as an individual and how to really bring that into their business to be more effective. Amazing. And you know, tell me a bit about what you've learned sort of that has really been a key in helping people move forward with what they are doing in their personal journeys or business journeys? Well, first and foremost, uh, starting a business, I think, is one of the best ways, if you are on a personal journey, to have everything come right at your face, you know, because you really can't avoid anything that you're working on is going to come right at you. And one of the best things, in my opinion, is to ask questions about what you really are looking to achieve. That's something when I started out, even before I knew what kind of business I was starting, I was very clear on okay, I wanted to look for what am I here to learn and what am I here to contribute and have those as questions I come back to throughout the process. So even when things got scary or were undetermined, I could come back to, okay, why am I doing this? Why did I really come about this journey like as a person and as a business owner? Amazing. Well, it is such a pleasure to have you here. Um, Aubrey and I are starting what a wonderful workshop together that is going to be launching this month called Execute with Intent, where we are helping individuals and businesses really begin to take action in their lives. Um, getting focused on goals and how, it, how you begin to move forward. And when I met Aubrey, it was really interesting to begin to speak with her about what she was doing and helping people and businesses do in their lives. And we both came at it with a very unique perspective that 
were combining together into this really dynamic workshop. And one of the things that we began to speak about was what we're going to begin today's uh, show on is talking about energy levels. And I don't mean these sort of energy of chakras, but really helping you begin to understand this dynamic energy that we bring to the actions or inactions that we take. And these, the core energy principles were originally developed by Bruce Schneider at the IPEC Institute, which is a life coaching institution where I got certified and trained. And it's really begun to not only help me, but I have seen it really empower people because what it helps people do is really linearly place what's happening to them, not only on a daily basis, but in their lives. And what we as life coaches really help people begin to do, or even business coaches, is make sense of where you are right now and help move you forward, Um, which is a little different than what a therapist might do. Therapists are going to help you really begin to unpackage your past. And so while you might not always have a dedicated goal or vision of what your future is, This energy level discussion is going to really help people begin to start understanding and have an awareness of where they are so that they can begin to create choices and options of what they want to feel or how they might be able to approach something a little differently. And so just a brief introduction to them before we get going, I'd like to sort of discuss a bit about energy itself. There's two types of energies in this world, and there's anabolic and catabolic. Now, catabolic energy, it is, technically speaking, it is more of a destructive energy. It's hard to be around. If you look at it on a cellular level, it breaks cells down. And while that's not always a bad thing, it is hard to function in your life with catabolic energy happening. Now, catabolic energy, we've all been around people with catabolic energy. We leave feeling very drained. Um, We feel a little lethargic and apathetic, and we don't really want to take much action. On the flip side to catabolic energy, there's anabolic energy. Anabolic is your typical without stress state that you resonate at, and it's healthy, it's restorative, it's rejuvenating, and it's empowering. And we've all been around people who do have this type of energy. We leave feeling enthusiastic. We leave feeling empowered. Um, Whether it's taking actions in your life, it does help build upon itself. And so these two two types of energies are really going to begin to dictate these other seven energy levels that we're going to discuss Um, For my viewers, don't worry about taking this all in. Um, I have also provided forms that you can download that are going to describe each of these energy levels. There's a quick reference guide that you can download, and those are available on my website, thementalsherpa.com. And if you go to the episodes page under episode two, if you click on that, there will be a download forms where it will bring you to a place where you can download these forms and utilize them in your daily life. And remember, as you're going through it, the first step is always beginning with having that awareness of where you are. Now, these seven energy levels are as followed. You have level one, which is the victim. Level two, we call the fighter. Three, the rationalizer. Four is the caregiver. Five, the opportunist. Six is the visionary. And seven is the creator. Now, we're going to go through and discuss each one of these energy levels a little bit and give you some 
outlines of what they might feel like and what you might notice. Now, the first energy level, which is the victim state, it doesn't mean that you're a victim in your life. It really just means that you're at the effect of the things that are going on in your life. And when you're in this victim state, I want everyone to begin to know one thing, that all of these states are perfectly normal. There is nothing good or bad about them. There's always an advantage to each energy level. And the more that you can begin to understand the advantage and the disadvantage to them, the more that you're going to begin to acknowledge them when they happen so that you can begin to move through them. That there always is an advantage to each level, even though it might feel rather uncomfortable. So in the victim state and the energy level there, there's a lot of guilt and doubt. There's a lot of worry, fear, or embarrassment. There can even be this feeling of hopelessness, anxiety, low self-esteem. And it is one of the highest catabolic energies that can happen for you. And what happens is there's not a lot of energy available to you to take action. And so all of these energy levels that we're going to be describing are going to directly correlate to the energy available to take action. So when you're in a victim state, when you're in that like high catabolic energy, you're not going to want to take much action. In fact, you're going to take inaction, which in essence is an action in itself. And sometimes you need to be in that state. You need to take no responsibility for things. There's a lot of ego that can happen, a lot of focus on the self. And so that is the initial state. And there are some benefits to being there. Sometimes you need to be in that state to really begin to feel what your emotions come up. And we're going to talk about in a later episode, um, emotional tolerance and intolerances and how to begin to move through those emotions. Uh, the next level up is what we call the fighter state. Now, this state, there's a lot of hatred, resentment, blame, anger, frustration, shaming, stress, disappointment. Uh, there's a lot of this that can happen outward, like being angry at someone, but there can also be a lot of frustration and anger towards yourself. I should have known better. Why did I do that? So it can be a lot of inward frustration too. This state tends to focus on a lot of the things that are going wrong in your life and what needs to be fixed. Uh, this type of energy, while it has it advan advantages, it also has it disadvantages. But what happens in and why it is actually a little bit less of a catabolic energy is because you're more likely to take action when you're angry. And so this state, while there is still fear mixed in with it, similar to the victim state, that fear becomes motivational. So what happens now when we begin to get into the level three is we call this the rationalizer state. And this is where you begin to shift a little bit more into the anabolic energy, that restorative, healthy, good feeling energy. You begin to release uh, that catabolic energy that's really holding you back. But what happens in the rationalizer state is you begin to create these coping mechanisms and you begin to tolerate a lot of things in your life. You begin, you know, but there is a lot of justification for things. There's a lot of focus on the self mentally in order to find release and release that catabolic energy. The tagline of this is, I win, but if you win too, great. Um, that's not the center focus. The center focus is sort of moving yourself into that place where everything feels okay, but you're not necessarily moving yourself forward. Uh, level three tends to be a transition zone into the upper levels. Level four is the caregiver state, and there's a lot of caring and gratitude. There's a lot of concern. The idea is you win. Don't worry about me. 
let's take care of you. And this is a wonderful level to be at until you've sort of given away all your energy. And at the end of the day, you start to go, wait, what about me? Level fours, which is a wonderful servitude place to be and loving, they tend to, at the end of the day, go, what about me and fall into the victim state where it's, you know, why bother trying? I'm only going to lose. But the best way to get out of level one, if you are a four, is to go do something good for someone else. So level four is a great place to be, and it's ensuring that other people are okay too. But you're not in the picture. And so level five is where we really start to move into that great anabolic state, and we call it the opportunist level. And what happens here, it's not that you're someone who's taking advantage of everything. You're actually seeing everything as an opportunity and experience for you to really live through. There, what happens when you get into level five is the ego begins to dissipate. There's a lot more focus on the bigger picture. And so what you'll find at level five is that there's a lot of calmness that happens, a confident, big picture thinking, and you feel really connected. Um, you're focused on partnerships, fulfillment of a team, and you see a lot of opportunities. Because judgment begins to dissipate at this level, the idea here is there's nothing good nor bad. It's just an experience. And you're really open to the idea of experiencing it without that judgment, which opens you up to a lot of forward momentum in your life. And you begin to take action because the fear is not there. Six is where you really begin to get into that big top down. This is where leaders come in. And this is the visionary state. You will find some of the best managers and leaders in the world come, come at their work from this place. And what happens when you're here, there's a lot of fearlessness, you're very intuitive, and you're deeply connected with yourself. And by being deeply connected with yourself, you begin to relate outward to the world around you in this really connected and meaningful way, where everything just seems to fit together really synergistically. And because you're tapped into your intuition, there's a lot less judgment that does happen. So this is really a wonderful state to be in if you are looking to start a business, be an entrepreneur. This is sort of the ideal state uh, for that. And then level seven is the creator state. This is a place of unconditional love and just joy and bliss. Uh, level seven's tricky to hold on to. It actually is really hard to sustain. And so me- most people will find that when they are at a level seven, it does feel fleeting And what's amazing about level seven, while it is this just great, innovative, free state, you can be rather hard to connect with because you are on such a different plane that people sort of find it hard to connect to you, even though you're connecting with everything around you really deeply. And so these seven energy levels, you'll find that they happen to you all day and every day, and that there is nothing wrong with them. You're going to find that you're going to go from a level one to a four to a five to a to at all different times. And usually there is your primary resonating state, which will be where you show up when there is no stress in your life. But when you get triggered, when emotions happen, most people do go down to a level one, which is the victim state or a level two. And these are your stress reactions. Now, the idea is not to never have a stress reaction, but to begin to understand what happens to you in that stress reaction and how long you have to stay there or need to stay there, to understand it and move through it, to go, here's where I'm at. And why is that beneficial to be here right now? What is it I need to understand about this state and about myself 
And how can I begin to move through it? How can I try on if I'm in the victim state? What would it be like to be angry right now? There's a lot you can learn about getting angry. That doesn't mean you have to take the action to be angry at someone, but to really begin to understand, I'm angry. You're going to find out there's a need that's not being met for you, and you're going to begin to put yourself back into the equation. Level four is if you're giving, 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 what would it look like without fear to take a little bit? To put yourself back into the equation of here's what I need and how can we make it so that it's a win-win opportunity. And at all, all of these energy levels, you're going to begin to shift through. And the first step in creating any sort of shift is having that awareness to go to the website, thementalsherpa.com, go to episode two and download the forms, play around with it. Understanding where you're at will help you begin to acknowledge that energy level to release it so that you can begin to move into taking a different action in your life, understanding that you do have a choice in how you approach it. And so I always like to start with telling people about that because the next step is really beginning to shift yourself to understand a really empowering equation for change that Aubrey and I are going to have an amazing workshop teaching people about that. And so these energy levels, the first step is really just playing around with them. Don't worry too much about what to do with them. Just first, sometimes placing it literally, we all know we go to these places, but being able to put a name on them, being able to really understand them on a different level that there's nothing wrong with them. They are perfectly normal and we all go to them. Their emotions And the more that we avoid them, the harder they can become. But just sometimes accepting them and acknowledging them is one of the most empowering things that you can do. And then you begin to shift. So what we're going to do when we come back is really begin to talk about this equation for change, which I'm going to give you just a little bit of a teaser here. The equation for change is every action that we take will always start with a thought and an emotion that become coupled together. And depending on the energy level that you're at, it will dictate that thought, the emotion, and the action or inaction that you take. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Stay tuned. My name is Alexandra Janelli, your host from Theta Spring Hypnosis on the Mental Sherpa Show on the Voice America Talk Radio Network Empowerment Channel and here with my guest, Aubrey Levitt. to Lou Augusta's A Rumor of Empathy. Our show is committed to providing a generous listening. Empathy, through conversations with our guests and you. Every issue deserves to be heard and thought out empathically. When it is properly sorted out, it becomes a solution rather than a problem. In Lou's program, his goal is to help you through conversations, which in turn can help your relationships and other aspects of your life. A Rumor of Empathy can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions, 
some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aginelli at thetaspring.com. Now, back to The Metal Sherpa Show. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Alexandra Janelli, your host at Theta Spring Hypnosis on the Mental Sherpa Show on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. I'm here with my guest, Aubrey Levitt, who is a wonderful entrepreneur who started uh, Body in Eden, and she's also a strategy consultant that's going to be working with me on a really empowering workshop called Execute with Intent. Uh, we teased you a little bit uh, with some energy levels and how to raise your awareness of moving through these different energy levels during the day. And Aubrey and I were just briefly talking about it over the break, and I thought I'd just give her a moment to sort of speak about her reaction to those and how we had spoken about them when we met. Wow. Uh, it's so helpful to have a framework. I'm always reminded of, I don't know if anybody else was doing this, but when you were talking of, I was going through all the different levels and when I had fallen into different levels and how they have affected my life when I've made decisions from those levels. So that's such a great tool to come back to all the time and was, you know, when we first started talking about this, it was extremely helpful because right away I went home and I was like, wait, what level am I at? I'm about to make an important decision right now. I really need to focus on raising my energy before I execute or else I may not get the result I want in the end of the day. Um, and just a note back to when you're talking about the energies, I, the you know anabolic and catabolic, it's, mm-hmm. I love that. It reminds me of uh, a teacher of mine who always reminded us to look to nature, which is something owning a herbal company that I like to do. Absolutely. And in nature, how everything is either living or it's dying. And there's really no static point in there. And so it's everything that we're doing, we're either creating more life on a cellular level, very basically, or we're destructing life. And both are needed, but it's one or the other at that time. So that was always um, interesting for me to remember, especially when it comes back to my actions and what I'm doing in my life. And uh, even when I was going through looking at the levels, something about the victim level that I thought of was... You know, sometimes I would go into victim even when a positive thing was happening, which was surprising me, meaning that I wasn't taking responsibility for my own actions. If something great happened, I would say, oh, this just happened to me rather than right, I might have the effect of it. Exactly. Exactly. And that was an interesting note to remind myself. Also, another when I've worked with other businesses, I have been surprised how effective the fighter can be in building a business. And that was something that was very interesting to me to watch because fear can be a powerful motivator to take action. It's an incredible motivator. And when you begin to really understand fear and how it functions in people's lives, I mean, if you look at anxiety altogether, there's so much fear that comes with that anxiety component. And as we sort of spoke about in the first episode, you know, anxiety is an alert system, Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be falsely triggered. 
And so it's how do you begin to understand what your fear is telling you? Because as fear goes up, your enjoyment in life begins to really go down. So they are directly correlated. Yes. And how do you begin to get back into the bigger picture of what you're doing, the enjoyment, the passion, the excitement, even if it's just something very simple, it doesn't have to be business related. It can be what are the simple joys of just maybe waking up on a beautiful day that sort of place you in a bigger picture because level two, while it is great, there are times you need to be fixated and focus on what's wrong. It can also get you stagnated in your life of what's wrong. Right. Right. Um, and so it, it really, it just depends. So as, as I mentioned before, these states are not good or bad. There's always an advantage to each one. And you're, what you're describing is really the stress reaction of something happening to you. Right. And, you know, there is something to look at there where life coaching, you know, a component of being able to inspect what is that and how do you take ownership more in your life to say, I did do that rather than being giving that energy to something else. Right. That was something that was very interesting to me when I was going into business for myself was looking at who was around me and seeing businesses created out of a stress response. And there was often a breaking point where, yes, they might have created a business that was hugely successful in some fashion, but um, their health might have been struggling as a result or their personal life may not have been as fulfilling. And I was when I went into this, I looked at it from the objective of how can I create a business that's not out of fear but, and also sustain, and, but doesn't have that driving force then of that anxiety and that fuel behind it. And that was something in my mind along this way of how do you sustain the, the higher energy level while creating something. Absolutely. And that takes sort of one understanding when you do go into a stress reaction or when you are in these lower states, it's really acknowledging what you're feeling. There is something to be said about these states and as you begin to practice with these energy levels, you're going to begin to pick and choose your experience more and more to zoom out, right? When you look at a painting really close up, you cannot see what it is. It's all blurry. It's not quite focused. And so by stepping back, you begin to zoom out to see it more in its entirety. You begin to see all the different pieces. And this is where great leaders are formed because not only are they connecting on a deeper level, they're connecting just on this really amazing place where you're beginning to let go of fear right? or you're understanding it differently, that fear is not a bad thing. Sometimes fear is right there as you're about to do something incredible. And of course you'd have fear. You're doing something new. The mind, you know, on a subconscious level, being a hypnotherapist, this is where I work is on a subconscious mind. Your mind does not like what it doesn't know. It's an unknown And that's quite frightening. But, you know, how do you begin to reframe that to create this empowering state that the unknown can be? It's like a gift. It's a surprise. There can be wonderful things within a surprise, too. Yes, I agree completely. The ability to walk into that unknown. And that is my experience of when I've hit the visionary state is having a multitude of options on the table and the unknown of several things can work and what do I want to accomplish and how do I choose the next step? Absolutely. And the unknown, you know, as you go on your journey of self-discovery, the unknown becomes less and less scary 
as you get to know yourself, because you're going to trust yourself more. And when you do get into that more, the upper levels, those real uh, anabolic states, the visionary, the opportunist, um, the creator, you're just going to know that whatever decision that you make, it's okay. You're, there's something always to be learned. There's no such thing as a mistake. And that's hard to digest when you're in these lower energy levels. So sometimes you might need to begin to shift into level three first before you can tap into those higher energy levels. And sometimes, quite on the flip side, you might need to dip down to an anger level to really begin to put yourself into an equation. And so to get, you know, we call it button pushing. Sometimes you need your button push to get pissed off to shift into a much higher energy level altogether. That's very true. And I would say that my self-trust has come from going into those levels and being able to bring myself back out. Mm -hmm. So that in situations I know that now I can rely on myself to maybe not act in that situation or go down there and then rise back up again versus, you know, sustaining one level, which I think can be an unrealistic ideal sometimes of like, oh, I shouldn't have felt that way or I shouldn't have gone there. Which again, that's level two. It's all the way you speak with yourself and we call it the reframe, Mm. the should have, would have, could have, you know, you're just shooting all over yourself, which doesn't do anything. It's how do you have kindness for yourself or just at first acknowledge it. I am pissed or I am feeling resentful and disengage that power and move it to something beneficial. Be nice to yourself. So these are really, you know, these energy levels all relate directly into how we begin to take action. And so that equation, again, is every thought that we have comes with an emotion and an action that we take. And so when you're in business, if you're sitting there or even in your personal life going, I can't do it, and you begin to have fear, you're going to procrastinate. You're going to begin to avoid. And we've all been there. It is perfectly normal. It happens to everybody all the time. But if you play around with this equation, if you begin to understand, well, here's the action I need to take. So it's a simple math equation, right? So if you're looking for the emotion that you might need to have to take an action, but you know the action and you know the thought I need to have, you can begin to play around with the different emotions. And remember, the emotion can sometimes be the hardest part to trigger within this component and within this equation, because sometimes what you're feeling doesn't necessarily have words to it. And so if you just sit with it for a moment, where do you feel it in your body? What does it remind you of? Does it remind you of a different time, a different place, another experience that you've gone through? You know, if just feel it out. Those words will come to you. And so the more you play with this equation, and again, on the mentalsherpa.com under episodes in episode two is this form where there's a worksheet where you can play with this as well uh, to download it. So Aubrey, tell me, you know, you're an action-oriented strategy consultant. Tell me a little bit about how this resonates with you and your work that you do. You know, it was so fantastic when we started talking about the energy levels because one of the things that I was always trying to achieve with people when I sit down and talk to them about their business was how do they really operate in alignment with what they want and then bring that through every area of their business, whether it's through a product, a service, because one of my theories is that especially if you you don't get a chance to talk to the founder face-to-face or really see the behind-the-scenes of a company, but if they put their a clear message through every piece of their product or service, you will get their intention or message through whatever product or service you're picking up. 
And that's something I work with people on. And when you brought up the energy levels, it was really seemed like a great tool to, uh, to bring awareness, as you said, to what people are thinking and where their actions are coming from. Because otherwise, there was a point where I would be speaking to them and I could maybe feel that something was out of alignment or, you know, they were telling many stories and something would get muddled. But this is a great framework to really bring to them to be like, look, here, what's going on? What are these feelings? What is the thought that's happening that really makes it simple and easy to digest? So that's what was exciting about that. And so that way people can really, to me, what's interesting is once you get to that visionary standpoint, uh, how you look at all the options that are available to you and really make a choice. So then you take action from that place. And that choice then is where you can line up what you really want. And it it's really changes the lens and the way that you feel to see the world in. I mean, when you're sort of in these lower states, it's kind of like seeing the a sunny day with really, really dark glasses on. You know, it doesn't matter if you put on your favorite outfit that you normally feel great in. If you're feeling really low inside, it doesn't really make a difference. And you're limiting your choices, right? Like there's not a lot of choices. And so you'll find in these lower energy levels and especially the way it relates to action, you don't have a lot of options. It's sort of there's no options. Right. So why bother? Because either the options are there and you're missing them or you're not seeing them or you're not able to feel them or you're, you know, stuck in the something happening to me, which, you know, doesn't give you the ability to react at all. Right. And, you know, in those moments when you feel like something's happening to you, you can even begin to ask yourself, why might it be hap- what might be happening for you? Where might there be a lesson here? Like if you were going to look at the grand scheme of everything, yes, life can be really tricky. And as we always say, life doesn't get easier. You just get to know yourself better because you're beginning to take action and move through life, right? And so the more you begin to utilize the reframe of the mind, what is my mental chatter saying right now? What is my thought process? If you take, it always is important to stop and pause because life is always go, 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 go. And I work with so many people, whether they are students or top level executives, it is so important to pause, listen to what's going on in your mind. We all have that mental chatter. Your a message will come quite clear of what that your mind is telling you, the fear component or the excitement component. And that is where you begin to be, work with this equation of what is the initial thought I'm having here? And what does it feel like? And when I feel that way and I think like that, what do I want to do about it? And it might be nothing. You might, and that's okay. You might not even know. Sometimes not knowing is perfectly okay. And that's exactly where you're meant to be. We take action and we change when we're ready. So there might be other components that need to be sort of functioned and formulated first. So, Aubrey, when you're working with clients, have you seen fear come up a lot? Or where do you find that most people that you're working with are starting in the process with you? Well, I see a lot of fighter, I would say, because especially with entrepreneurs, uh, victim less so because that they're already taking action. They're motivated mm-hmm. by some force, whether it's, you know, okay, I saw my parents didn't have money to retire on. So I'm super motivated to create a success- successful business. So that way I have 
plenty of money when I'm older or I want to retire when I'm this age to do this. So there's a lot of um, fighter mentality, which gets things off the ground, I would say. But uh, what I'm passionate about and what I love to kind of sit back with people about is then really help them uncover what they want and how to line up with what they truly want underneath that. Because so that way it's sustainable. Absolutely. And that can be even tricky. You know, I work with a lot of clients who are like, I don't know what my passion is. And I, I want to feel passionate again. And it's understanding where you're at in your life that some people just feel lost. And, you know, as I said to a client the other day, sometimes you need to be lost and wander a bit to figure out what it is that you're looking for. But it's not bad data. It's just data, right? That's teaching you something and telling you something. And so, how you begin to reframe these things rather as seeing them as a detriment to you, it's really beginning to go, wait a minute, my body, my mind is telling me something and how do I take that data and to utilize it in a helpful way versus letting myself be at the effect of it, that I am lost. And those aren't bad goals either. I think some of them it's just, but if they're coming from a fear-based place, there is a higher element of burnout along the way. Definitely. And then I would also say the caregiver comes up a lot too, especially um, in businesses that maybe want, you know, they're, they're coming into this with a passion, right? And so they want to help people. They want to do this. They want to do that. And a lot of really great things come out. And a lot of times I just go in and help them streamline what they really want to say and kind of do that wide angle lens that you're talking about zooming out. And Definitely. looking at what is this big picture objective and what are you really trying to say versus, you know, it has this great attribute, X, Y, and Z. Right. And, it, you know, it's all about life and balance. And I think when we come back from the break, what we can begin to talk about is a little bit about how you do keep, you know, your life in balance, whether it's with work or in your personal, that there has to be a balance and how important balance is and how to get there. So my name is Alexandra Ginelli, uh, owner at Theta Spring Hypnosis and host of the Mental Sherpa Show on the Voice America Talk Radio Network here with Aubrey Levitt. And we will be right back after this break. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people, your environment, fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Dietta Jones, and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. 
Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aginelli at thetaspring.com. Now, back to The Metal Sherpa Show. Welcome back. This is Alexandra Ginelli, your host at the Mental Sherpa Show on the Voice America Talk Radio Network Empowerment Channel. I'm here with Aubrey Levitt, who is the owner and founder of Body and Eden and a entrepreneur and strategy consultant who's going to be working with me on this wonderful workshop, working with businesses and individuals on how to execute with intent in your lives, taking action that moves you forward. A moment ago, we were talking about um, how to take the proper actions in your life and how to understand your energy levels and how to begin to move forward with the proper thoughts and emotions. And an interesting topic came up of how to balance in your life because what can happen with a lot of people in their lives is they become so preoccupied with one component. Especially as an entrepreneur, business owner, you become so consumed sometimes with work that it drains you and you leave work feeling really drained that there's not a lot of energy when you come home for these other components in your life. And when you're taking the proper actions and when you're in the right energy level, there's a difference of leaving work on those days when you feel accomplished, even though it's the same day, it's just a little different where you leave feeling energized. And I was hoping Aubrey could maybe speak to us a bit about that. You know, it brings me back to when you're talking again about the zooming out. That has been the thing that has helped me most recently is uh, zooming out and looking at the big picture, which I believe would hopefully be from the visionary standpoint of rather than separating out life of like work or self-care or this is my you know, home life, I've started, for me personally, I've started looking at life as what, am I, what do I want as a whole? Like, what am I here to accomplish, you know, on this life journey when we Mm -hmm. talk about journey and life path? And then that way, all those pieces naturally fit into that. So if I go home and I'm doing some of my reading on, you know, the body or whatever it is that I'm interested in at that time um, and also my work, it all is feeding into this bigger question of what I'm here to accomplish on my life journey. So it no longer becomes work or home or self-care is separated out, which is making it a lot easier for me. Interesting. And so what would one thing be if you were going to give someone some advice on how to begin to implement this or like a rule that people could begin to sort of implement in their day or an awareness to think about? Again, the biggest tool for me is to zoom out at a bigger question. Okay. Of what asking the question, because I've found that if you ask a question, everything around you will start to organize to answer those questions, whether it's a business question or a life question. So if I'm looking at the bigger picture of my life and I'm asking, what is it that I want to learn right now? Or what is it that I want to feel at the end? And I start to get an idea of what that is and move towards that feeling or that idea. 
And I, I love that idea and sort of topic that you're bringing up of asking questions. And it, there's something so empowering about asking the right question. And as a life coach, we call those empowering questions. They're not closed-ended questions, which would be giving you a yes or no answer. It's because you might not write, what do I want? Do I want that? Yes or no? You might not know. And so asking yourself that question can lead to indecision and decisiveness and avoidance. It's how do you begin to ask yourself the right questions to elicit a really deeper response from yourself? Um, and sometimes it really starts with asking what. What is it about where I'm at right now that might be benefiting me? What is it that I'm looking to learn What's not happening in my life right now that would feel fulfilling? And then you can start to get into the why. Why is that important? Versus why am I doing that? What's wrong with me? Which is a lot of shaming and blaming energy. I think the not knowing, as you're saying, can be very empowering in a lot of ways because there is this element of opening yourself up to creative solutions versus especially this is important in business immensely because there's many answers that I wouldn't think of logically. And when I start to ask a question of what do I need to solve X problem right now or what am I looking for on a bigger scale, then I really open myself up to listening to what's around me and finding solutions that I may not have thought of previously or my mind may not lead me to logically. And you see businesses do that all the time. And those are a lot of quite often the pivot point where they transition from making it to not making it. Interesting. You know, classic example is Airbnb, right? You know, the first time they opened themselves up to what wasn't working, you know, was the photos. People were taking photos that looked like Craigslist. And all of a sudden, they threw out their rational mind and they said, we're going to go take everybody's photos and make them look gorgeous. And they went from flatline sales to jumping and growing steadily ever since then. But they had to throw out that okay, what is a rational solution to this problem that we can sustain and open themselves up to other options and asking the right questions and finding a creative solution? Right. And it's interesting, the idea of sort of sustaining it too is, you know, we all look to begin to sustain each of these energy levels. I want to stay at the visionary state. I want to stay at this state. But they're not sustainable all the time. And it's how do you begin to move through them in a way that's really useful. And you're going to go through them all. You can't avoid them at some cost. Well, and that's part of the human journey, right, is to react and have feelings. But this framework is great because then you can have the awareness, as you mentioned, and decide whether it's really useful to act from that place. And again, if you have that bigger idea of what you're looking for and what you want to achieve in mind, you're going to be more clear about okay, if I'm in this victim mode, this isn't going to get me what I want truly. Right. But there is something that needs to be learned there. Sometimes you need to digest and process these emotions. What we tend to do and what we're going to be talking about next week is really, you know, sometimes we don't even know how to deal with an emotion. It's, it's really tricky. I mean, they're very painful. And as a society and as individuals, we're pretty pain averse. Who wants to feel pain? It's really uncomfortable. And the one of the first steps is just acknowledging what you're feeling. And as I said before, it can take a little bit of time to get there. Uh, It does take that moment to pause and you'll move through that victim state much quicker when you can first acknowledge what it is you're feeling and to know that whatever you're feeling, while it might not be the norm, 
or how you might see it. You know, it's like looking on Facebook going, everyone's life is great. My life is horrible. But the truth is you're seeing the best reels of everyone's life. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And so how do you begin to, you know, clear the mind of the mental clutter and begin to see it differently. And I think it's such an empowering thing that you're teaching your clients and what we're about to do and how I work with my clients as well is, you know, really aligning your life and beginning to understand yourself. And it's quite unique in the way to do it. And so Tell me a little bit, you know, you, when you started your journey in being an entrepreneur and starting Body Eden, there was you know, a passion that started. Yes. I started with this idea that so many people had contributed to my life and how was I going to give that back? What was I going to offer to keep the energy moving? And regardless of whether I succeeded or failed, I knew that I had to kind of continue that process. And I had those two bigger questions in mind as well for my personal life that went into the business was, what am I here to learn and how can I contribute? Okay. And I believe when we first met and we're talking a bit about it, at the time when the idea came to you, it, it didn't feel like it really quite fit or it, there was some kind of energy block that was saying, no, you shouldn't. This is crazy. Why would you do that? You know, there was some kind of internal opponent, saboteur, call it what you will, that was really blocking you from doing this. And I was hoping you could maybe tell us about that. Yes. Uh, There was a lot of fear that came up, right? Because the risk of just making a choice. So even if I was coming into this, oh, I have all this opportunity. The second I would step into a choice, I would definitely fall into the victim or fighter mode of this is happening to me. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm a little overwhelmed. And, um, it, and that, and it is overwhelming, right? To sort of when life throws something at you, it's kind of, you know, the best ideas, there's a wonderful commencement speech where they say, the best ideas will hit you blind. They'll blindside you. And we tend to live as logical beings. You know, that is our conscious mind. We're meant to solve problems and be deductive and reason rational. And what I'm hearing you say is that there was something else that came into play in this moment, which was there was real intuition and there was a deeper feeling. And we tend to, again, push away from the feeling to make it logical but there was something gnawing at you. It was the logical part that was throwing me off track is how could this work? Why is this feeling coming in? And having to rationalize it. And when you're talking about that, self-trust came up. And I will say the falling down and having that fear hit me so hard in the initial stages did lead me to develop self-trust along the way because I had to then continuously kind of pull myself out of that and be like, why am I doing this? And why? what's going to move me forward? Where is that passion and that reason behind what I'm looking for that is greater than the fear that's going to keep me showing up? Right. And there it is again. You know, you were asking yourself the why questions, Mm -hmm. which can sometimes be really hard to get around. And, you know, when you begin to ask the what, you begin to listen differently as well. And listening is such an interesting component of how do you begin to listen to your mind? How do you begin to listen to your feelings, your intuition? Because as you do go up into these higher energy levels, you really begin to tap into a whole nother level of intuitive listening, not only to yourself, but to others. 
And that's why being a leader can be so empowering from the estates because not only are you doing the top down where you can see all the moving components like a clock, right? Each employee might be a cog in your life or all your friends, but you also begin to inspire from the bottom up. And so you're sustaining on both ends in this really synergistic way. So listening. Well, and when you're starting a business that you do have to go into the details, which I think that is the hardest part to stay in the visionary mindset because you have to go in the day to day, the what's happening right there. Yeah. And it's quite an empowering process to begin to move through. And so, you know, I, I always tell, would say to clients and to my listeners out there, begin to listen. You know, this mindfulness movement is coming out of how do you begin to raise your awareness? How do you stop? And if you've walked down the same street every day, look up, look around, be part of the other, you know, there are other senses and then your five, right? There's intuition too. And just look around. You're going to begin to notice something different. Listen to yourself, lay quietly, listen to your mental chatter, begin to understand yourself you're just a component in this such big picture and isn't that great. And so what I want my listeners to think about over this next week is to play around with the energy levels, go download the forms, um, let, test them out, share it with a friend, just become aware and think about when the easiest equation for change is to really change your thought patterns, try on a different emotion Take a different action. See how it works for you. This might not, but it's a wonderful way to begin to shift forward into your life. And, you know, you're, it, whether you're working with yourself or you decide that you want to find a practitioner to work with to help you move forward, it's all a process. And, you know, what works for one person doesn't work for another. But it's great that there's things are out there for people to tap into. And I hope that there is something that you guys can learn from our, our stories as well. So I want to thank you, Aubrey, for being with us today. And I I look forward to launching this workshop with you. And if anyone happens to be interested, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, The website, again, is thementalsherpa.com, which will redirect you to my life coaching business, hypnotherapy business. uh, And we look forward to hearing from you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome, Aubrey. Uh, We will probably have you back on to maybe even talk about those empowering questions, which I think would make for a really great episode. So have a great rest of your day, everybody. Again, my name is Alexandra Ginelli, owner of Theta Spring, and this is the show, The Mental Sherpa, on the Voice America Talk Radio Network Empowerment Channel. Have a great day. Thank you again for tuning into Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli hopes you'll join her for another edition next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a nice week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 